Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Inside Access pushes the legal limit. High Rollers with Jason and Ken. 105.7 The Fan. We are live at the Cross Street Market. It's starting to fill up here. It's a Friday. It's 3 o'clock, so it's time to go to the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline and bring on Ariel Epstein from Yahoo Sportsbook. And, Ariel, good afternoon. Thank you, as always, for joining us. And I will start with your beloved Ravens who take on the Bills this Sunday. Do you have a feel for this one? I really like the Ravens this week, and thanks for having me on, as always, guys. I like the Ravens at plus three, plus three and a half. It's a sharp play, according to some odds makers. The Ravens, they're getting back to full strength on offense. If you get Ronnie Stanley back on the line, you've got your running back, J.K. Dobbins, who looks like he didn't miss a beat in his first game back last week. Marcus Peters, Ravens cornerback getting back into game shape more hopefully having Peters on the field for another consecutive game will help that secondary to be more on the same page. Buffalo secondary really banged up. They're without two of their best defensive backs. I could see the Ravens with the way Lamar Jackson's throwing the football, taking advantage of that secondary that's beat up in Buffalo. This one should be close and let me just remind Ravens fans there were only two other games before this where Lamar Jackson has been a home underdog it was against the Chiefs and the Patriots. Lamar Jackson won both those games outright. Well, Tom Brady and the Bucks are home underdogs against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Do the Bucks pull off the upset? This line has been the craziest line I have seen all season. The Chiefs opened at minus three on Monday. It is now Tampa Bay minus one as of this afternoon. The line completely flipped favorites. There's a lot that goes into this handicap. The reason I like the Bucks at plus two, obviously the line now moves in favor of Tampa Bay, but this line at Bucks plus two just a couple of days ago was where I was trying to grab it. That's because the Bucks not only coming off the hurricane where there's going to be a lot of emotion, a lot of we need to fight for our state kind of deal. You get back your wide receiver, Mike Evans, who got suspended last week because of his fight with the New Orleans Saints. Now you get back to wide receiver strength. The Chiefs struggle against uh, running backs that catch footballs, and that's Leonard Fournette. He could go for another 30 receiving yards if he has to. Probably the prop that I'll be leaning on in that Tampa Bay-Kansas City game. However, I would take the points with the Bucs, but do not. Now that this line splits in favor of Tampa, don't go laying points on Tampa Bay because you could have gotten this at a plus-money price. If anything, it might be a good opportunity to go grab the Chiefs in a teaser. I've been riding the under pretty hard overall, Ariel, and it's, what, 29-18-1. Did you consider going under on, on this one as well? I would say the Chiefs team total going under. I would actually like mm-hmm. that because the Bucks still have a very good defense. They've been a top-ten defense for the last couple of years. 
Don't underestimate the power of linebacker Devin White in Tampa Bay, who always shows up for primetime games. I'll probably look at his total tackle prop. Kansas City Chiefs team total under could be a decent play. I've already seen the total drop from 45.5, and, and now looking at it on the live board, at uh, it's back to 45.5. It did go down to 45, so it dropped. It came back up. However, you're seeing a decent amount of the money on the under. The bets are hitting more to the over, which is normal for primetime. If I'm going to see more money come in on the under, I would say a team has to go under. I would take the better defense here, which is Tampa Bay, and take that yeah. team total under on Kansas City. Uh, the New York Giants, the Chicago Bears. Boy, I don't want to watch that football game, mm-hmm. Ariel. I don't know about you, but if I did, would I be smart to keep my eye on Saquon Barkley, who is leading the NFL in scrimmage yards right now? What a comeback so far for Giants running back Saquon Barkley. I like his over 80.5 rushing yards. Chicago is the seventh most rushing yards per game allowed this season, 10th most last year. Barkley this year so far against Tennessee, 164 rushing yards. Carolina is actually a pretty good defense. He ran for 72. And then against Dallas, 81. Uh, running backs against Chicago this year, you had Elijah Mitchell who got hurt, so he only rushed for 41. However, the other two games, Aaron Jones of Green Bay, 132 rushing yards and a touchdown. Damian Pierce, 80 rushing yards and a touchdown. With the way Saquon Barkley is running, I would say Gobet is over 80 and a half rushing yards. Also, this could be a really good running back matchup. Just saw that Chicago's running back, David Montgomery, is officially out. Go look for Khalil Herbert, the running back on Chicago. They're not out yet with rushing yards. Go look at his rushing yards prop when it comes out. If you could get it in the 70s, it could be a really good play against this Giants team who just let up nearly 200 rushing yards for the Cowboys. Talking to Ariel Epstein, it's uh, inside access here on the fan. Uh, Another game that I don't know that I want to watch much of is Browns-Falcons. But uh, you like something with Jacoby Brissett, don't you? It's ugly. And for any of you people out there listening who love the Ravens in the AFC North, you're going to tell me I'm nuts. But here's the thing. The Atlanta Falcons are tied for second most passing touchdowns allowed this year. Last year, they had the third most passing touchdowns allowed. So this secondary, especially in the red zone in Atlanta, really struggles. I took advantage of this defense last week and bet the over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns on Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith. Got it at plus 140. Same applies here. You could get Cleveland's quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, in plus money to throw for over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. It's a good play against the defense that's really struggling. Well, former Browns quarterback, now current Panthers quarterback, Baker Mayfield. The Panthers are hosting the Cardinals, and you like a touchdown prop for Baker, right? I, I love it because it's the same. I didn't even realize I did this when giving you both Baker Mayfield and Jacoby Brissett. That's hilarious. I'll just call it the uh, the Cleveland Browns special because Arizona yeah, yeah. is allowing the second most passing touchdowns. They're tied with Atlanta, allowing just over two touchdowns a game to quarterbacks. Last year, Arizona eighth most touchdowns allowed in the air. That's why I have to target Carolina's quarterback, Baker Mayfield. So I actually like this play a lot, too, because it's another plus-money play over one-and-a-half passing touchdowns. He's had a lot more experience in throwing touchdowns than Jacoby Brissett has. I could see this being one of those games for Baker Mayfield where he finally finds his receivers more inside the end zone instead of just one touchdown. Let's go get two, Baker. Come on, let's do it against the bad defense. Ariel, you hinted at this one earlier, but you, you're liking yourself some Leonard Fournette uh, against the Chiefs. Chiefs, third most receiving yards allowed to running back, third most last year. They really struggle for some reason against pass-catching backs. 
The number's not out yet. However, I'm going to be targeting for Leonard Fournette to go over his receiving yards prop. Ariel, all eyes in the baseball world are on the pinstripe side of town with Aaron Judge. I'm sure you're very amped about that. Me, not so much. Yeah, I wonder, are you going to the games this, any of the games this weekend? I wish I was. I actually didn't even realize that the O's were in town, or I would have surprised my brother with tickets tonight, but I've been home babysitting him all week. My parents are away on vacation. My oh. sister and I are going to swap out babysitting the brother for the weekend so I could get some time back like a normal 28-year-old in Manhattan and maybe have a social <laughs> life. So I am not going to be at the games this weekend, but I'm sure there'll be a good time. Well, the Mets, uh, again, uh, overscored by Aaron Judge's individual accomplishments, but they have a huge series with the Braves. Do you see any investment potential there? Oh, my goodness. Every time that you've got the Mets, Ace Jacob DeGrom on the mound, you've got to go bet the Mets team total under. They're averaging a full run less since 2021, since the beginning of last year. A full run less the Mets are averaging offensively when they're Ace Jacob DeGrom pitching. Now you've got a really good pitcher in the lefty, Max Freed. The Mets are on the road. It just works perfectly to go bet this trend, Mets team total under, uh, for tonight's game against the Braves. Clayton Kershaw is on the bump, and he is facing the Rockies tonight. His over-under strikeout total is 6.5. What's your lean there? Under 6.5 Ks for the Dodgers lefty, Clayton Kershaw. Colorado has the ninth lowest K rate against lefties, averaging just over four strikeouts a game. Kershaw's gone under 6.5 Ks in five of eight starts against teams with bottom 15 K rates against lefties. Under around minus 130, 6.5 Ks for Clayton Kershaw tonight. And uh, let's get one more in. Alec Manoa pitching against the Red Sox tonight, over or under five and a half strikeouts. Under five and a half Ks for Toronto starter Alec Manoa. It's my favorite plus money play of the night for baseball. Boston is averaging four and a half Ks a game against right-handed starters. Boston's eighth lowest K rate against righties. Last year, Manoa struggled against Boston. Four strikeouts, five strikeouts in five and six inning pitch. And because he went under both games last year, he did go over with seven Ks this year. Boston just hasn't been striking out a lot recently. I like the under in plus money, five and a half Ks on Alec Manoa. Ariel, let the people know where, where they can find you. Check out Yahoo Sportsbook on Twitter. MLB Network's pregame spread will be back 5 p.m. Eastern time on Monday with Matt Fitzgerald and myself. Of course, Ariel Epps on Instagram, Ariel Epstein on Twitter as well. Ariel, thanks as always. Uh, great. Have a great weekend. Enjoy Manhattan. Yes. Thank you. I will see you next week. I'll be in Maryland. I'm going to the Ravens game. Oh, oh sweet. Maybe we're at the Cross Street Market. Maybe yeah, Friday. Come on out. Maybe we'll see you. All right, Friday. I'll put it down in my calendar. We'll be in touch. Yeah, you can do, the li- you can do a live hit, Ariel. Yeah. Ooh, I'd like to meet you guys. Yeah, cool. meet us down here. Absolutely. It's a great setup. <laughs> Sounds good, Ariel Epstein. Thanks, Ariel Epstein. We talk to her every Friday. Hey, coming up next is Northern Exposure. We'll recap this football game last night, but mostly we'll talk about what happened to Tua Tungavailoa. And John Harbaugh had some interesting comments about it when he met with the media today. We'll hear that next here on The Fan. Inside Access with Jason This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Northern Exposure on Inside Access. Sponsored by Plaza Ford. See why customers have trusted Plaza Ford for more than 85 years. Get quality vehicles and superior service at Plaza Ford. Bel Air Road in Bel Air or online at PlazaFord.com. Jason LaConfora and Ken Wyman. Traverse the AFC North. 105.7 To a rolling left. With the grain and down he goes. Slung down in his own 48-yard line. Josh Tupu. And, uh-oh. Well, we saw last week and he went down. He got up. It was wobbly. The training staff comes out. Most people... I couldn't believe what I saw last night. I couldn't believe what I saw last Sunday. You know, it was just something that was astonishing to see. I've been coaching for 40 years now in college and the NFL, almost 40. First, you heard Al Michaels with the call on Amazon last night, Thursday night football, and then John Harbaugh today when he met with the media, taking a. I was surprised he he was so. Yeah so blunt about his feelings about this because you're attacking another member you're in the you're in this together so to speak you play each other on sundays but you're all part of one conglomerate so to speak and uh john harbaugh called it astonishing what he saw with tua tungabailoa uh after the situation on sunday where it looked like he had a concussion but then they said it was a back and he came back into the game gets hit last night and man oh man it was scary his hands kind of froze up, Jason. Oh, yeah. It was an ugly scene. They call it a fencer's position. Yeah, fencing, yeah. Fencing position. Um, no, it was it was it was horrible. Um, just the from the moment he went down, you, you could tell that um, this was going to be something that affected him significantly. He flew back with the team. He got an MRI today. I'm I'm actually kind of astonished. He flew back with the team, to be honest with you. A lot of times you'll keep someone overnight for medical observation. The league to this point has been adamant that the protocols were followed last week into this week. The team has been adamant. Um, yeah, I don't know. That there's, there's an ongoing investigation. It'll take weeks to figure it out what we discern from that, if anything. But if this is the best that that team in this league can do, it's not good enough. And clearly there are holes in this 
protocol. Clearly, the no-go, you know, where if you see certain symptoms, the player is a no-go. Um, until he comes out of concussion protocol, there, there seem to be some holes, some loopholes, too much wiggle room in that. Um, it's just a horrible scene. And as much as the league has advanced and made gains in, in head and neck trauma, T-Bone, that, the, the last five days of Tua Tungavaloa, in and of itself make it clear that there's a long way to go it was extremely scary and quite frankly horrifying to watch last night but you could say the same thing to a lesser extent but still for sunday and you can't detect back injuries so there's no way to tell that tua is lying there but the nfl failed him the team physicians failed him. I don't know what the concussion protocol is, so if I'm speaking out of turn, but if you can just recite some answers to get back on the field, you have to save the player from themselves. Where Rob Ninkovich, I was watching your show, yeah, can get, get up. They spent all two hours talking and, about it. And Ninkovich got very emotional when talking about Tua and saying, Look, it's a lot different in your 20s than in your 30s where you want to get back out there. You want to help your team in any way. But for him to get stretchered off yeah. was scary. And to be in that position, and he shouldn't have played that football game no. yesterday, and that's to say the least. And Amazon, I didn't see the post game. We were talking about this prior to the show. Yeah. Halftime was a joke, yeah. and they didn't want to address it. Richard Sherman has been as outspoken about the league on Thursday night football and player safety than anyone in recent memory. So for him to not stand his ground during halftime, I thought was a joke. See, um, now, I didn't see halftime, but I did see post game. I saw neither. They were tip. They were tiptoeing around it. Post game, they were tiptoeing around. They went in pretty good. And frankly, as someone who's spent 10 years on network television reporting on the NFL, I was—I believe that whether there was an edict to, hey, we, we botched it the first time. And again, I was on air during halftime, so I didn't hear that. But they went in on the league and they went in on the protocols and pretty much everybody up on that desk was kind of calling the Dolphins and the league to task in a way that you rarely see their network partners do. Um, but it does seem avoidable, right? Like, yeah. why not just err on the side of it's caution a four days in a short game. week? Yeah. You've got Teddy Bridgewater there. Like, not that it should matter how accomplished the, the backup is, but he's a guy who's been to the playoffs and won games in this league. I, I just don't know why you don't avoid what? it and kind of – I won't even say take the medical high road. Just kind of apply some common sense. And it, it's player safety. It's player safety, and that's paramount. That's what the league wants to say. Goodell wants to say – the NFLPA wants to say, and quite frankly, now DeMora Smith is popping off and saying they'll take any legal action that they can. I almost feel like it was brushed under the rug where, yes, they said that there was an investigation going on, but there wasn't a serious outcry by the NFLPA on Sunday. And now it's where does the league go from here? Clearly, they need to revamp this concussion protocol. But something that I see, and I was saying this prior to the season, I think sooner rather than later, you're going to see guardian caps in games. Maybe. And they mandated it 
to begin training camp this year for certain position groups. And if you aren't familiar with guardian caps, it's kind of this weird padding outside of a helmet. But this, according to the NFL, there's a 10% reduction in severity of impact if one player is wearing it, at least 20% reduction in impact if two players in a collision are wearing it. 20%. And when you're talking about head trauma, why not? Why not utilize that? Well, can we get a logo on those things? Oh, I'm sure they could. I'm sure they'll sell advertising on it if, <laughs> if need be. You need to, if you're going to put it space, over the helmet, you yeah. got to get the logo on it. You can put the it. logo on it, and you could probably put an advertisement on it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of real I, estate. I, I think one thing's for certain. The, the system failed. Like, there's no, he no, no if this is the, if it, Or if the system didn't fail, then the system isn't. If it was written this way, then, then they need to rewrite it. You know, because if if it comes out that the NFLPA and everybody spends two weeks, three weeks looking into this, and, like, there's no discernible finger to point at people, then the protocols just aren't good enough in and of themselves as an entity. Well, yes. They They failed the player. They failed the player. And what do I just say? Now I need to put – now we've got to put somebody on the hot seat. Stone, do you play (laughs) – I think you play it it after or do you play it before? I do it now. Okay, Stone. 105.7 1057 The Fan presents the Inside Access Hot Seat. Every Friday afternoon, sponsored by Ashley Home Stores, celebrating all things home. Yeah, look, we could talk about Mike McDaniel and put him on the hot seat, the young head coach of the Dolphins. Um, but I'm going to the owner, Stephen Ross. I'm putting Stephen Ross on the hot seat. One of the Dolphins not going to be a joke organization again. I mean, they are now the organization synonymous with you know, tampering, tampering with Tom Brady. They couldn't even do that. Right. Right. Then Stephen Ross gets rid of his minority partner who he had already put in his succession plan to turn the franchise over to. They've got the situation with Brian Flores, where uh, Flores alleges that the owner incentivized tanking and wanted to pay him for losses. Then they're dealing with an ugly lawsuit from Brian Flores. Um, It's, it's always something there. And Stephen Ross just seems it, it's it's impossible for him to get out of his own way. Um, this was like Gigi, you and I are old men. Yes, there was a time when the Dolphins were a mar- like they were a class marquee, marquee franchise. franchise. Yes, like they would have been Joe up in the same vein as the the Cowboys and the Steelers and these teams that dominated the seventies and the eighties. Just think for for years it was Joe Robbie and Don Shula. Uh, the owner and the coach were the same forever. And I I mean it. It's shameful, and you can point the finger anywhere you want, but all those paychecks, the buck stops with Stephen Ross. And at no point in that week he felt like, hey, let me just be the adult here and say this kid's going to sit for a week. It's like the situation with Herbert and the Chargers. I'm not a big Brandon Staley guy. I get it. You, you, you would call him out if you want for playing Herbert in that game and keeping Herbert in that game. But guess what? He works for the Spanos family. And they inherently signed off on it, too. Yeah. Let's start holding the owners accountable. And, Jason, i I, I got to push back. A head is much different than ribs. I, I mean, your head is everything. Your brain is everything. So even more so, hold to Al. And it's a short week. Yes. Oh, by the way, the Bengals won the game last night 27-15. to <laughs> I know it's almost secondary with what happened to Tua Tungvaloa, but the Bengals did win the game. They moved to 2-2. Two and two. The Dolphins lose their first game, fall to 3-1. When we come back next, and we're still at the Cross Street Market, you want to come out and see us, we'll be here until 6 o'clock. Coming up next, Ravens are now not as good at home as they have been for so long. They've lost four straight home games. Do you care? Also, the injury report is out. We'll give it to you next here on The Fan. Inside Access on the fan.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Sports 24-7-1057. The voice of the fans. They can't make Before we get to the Ravens' recent problems at home, the injury report is out for Friday. First, the good news. No designation at all for J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters, and James Prochet, so they're ready to go. Justin Houston, despite telling our own Cordell Woodland that he's good, is doubtful. So is Patrick McCarry. And Ronnie Stanley, who did not practice today yeah. after going full the last two, is questionable. Now, there is no, there's no more probable anymore. There's just questionable and doubtful. Yeah. So I, or I, there's no injury designation. Well, yeah. Like they just list, list, yeah, listed. they list him as questionable. <clears throat> For so other I, guys. So I guess it's how he – because remember, today's a glorified walkthrough. So I guess it's how he feels on Sunday. I just – look, I, I don't – we know that this is a league of subterfuge and – you know, everybody fearful of the boogeyman and trying to get some sort of advantage in any way you can. But I just don't – if that's what this is about, I just think with this player and all he's been through, the juice probably isn't worth the squeeze because, you know, there's a level – segment of this fan base that's become increasingly frustrated about exactly that this injury, the nature of it, when – you know what I mean? When he, is he fully medically cleared to be back? When does he himself feel like he's ready to be back? And they go through – this whole dog and pony show yesterday of making people available and going to lengths to show we're all on the same page and we all think it's trending the same way. And then Friday's a light work day. So if this is just a player's day off for rest, yeah. I think it would be really easy for a hardball to come out and say, hey, not everybody needs to practice on Friday to play. Now I get it. He doesn't want to dip his hand. They think there's some advantage here. But I, I just don't know that with this situation, T-Bone, as long as it's been going on, um, the import of this player to the organization, the import of the position he plays, the import of this game, it just seems like a weird time to be doing all this or trying to gain a competitive advantage at the expense of the prevailing narrative, which was, he's back! I think they're playing the game, Jason. And look, Harbaugh has done this routinely. He did it again today where uh, guys are asking about injured uh, players and their status for Sunday. It's, oh, the injury report's coming out. Oh, you're okay, two hours. You're really getting the big advantage over the Bills. But with Ronnie Stanley, yesterday uh, we hit a total 180 where he's talking himself up, hey, I can hit another level than that all-pro form back in 2019. And Greg Roman saying that he's really explosive in the best uh, shape of his life. 
And now he doesn't practice today. And John Harbaugh didn't say anything about Stanley. So I don't know, man. I'm not expecting him to play at this point. And now that Patrick McCarry is doubtful, Daniel Falele, you did him no favors by not giving him the full allotment of reps on Wednesday and Thursday with Ronnie Stanley practicing in full. <laughs> it's a big-time issue ahead of Sunday, Ken. Yeah, it is. It's a monster issue. Uh, I, I I don't feel like Ronnie Stanley did himself any favors by talking the way he did yesterday and now this. But, but if he uh, does play, then is it like no harm, no foul? We were just, we were just playing games with the Bills? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. It, which is so stom- it's so dumb. I just like, don't know what to make of yeah. it. Yeah, like it all seems like because there's no guarantee Ronnie Stanley's going to be Ronnie Stanley that's good, even if he does right. play. Well, that's the other thing. Yes, yeah. there's, there's playing, and then there's there's playing well, and then there's playing as well as he said he thinks he can play, which is better than he's ever played before, which is a pretty high bar to clear. Yeah, let let's get to the Ravens at home, and the Ravens used to be one of the one of the teams. And the NFL had the best home field advantage. Ironclad, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Stone Cold Lock. Stone Cold Lock, yeah. 100%. Uh, well, they've now lost four in a row at home. Yeah. Is that something that concerns you? Now, I'll say this. Three of those losses were last year at the end of the year where the whole team was banged up. Yeah. But they did lose at home to Miami in their home opener. Well, I think it's certainly a trend the likes of which Harbaugh and company would like to avoid it it runs counter to what the prevailing sort of story of ravens football what it had been and four or five years ago you you talk about m&t bank stadium you'd talk about whatever they're calling the thing in seattle these days and you know what I mean? you, you would you would think of those as fortresses um now the leagues change the game changes so i mean i get some of that but this isn't like ravens football is Ever changing, it seems like now. It's certainly not the de- it's not defense and running game anymore, and it's evolving into this Lamar passing game thing. But for me, it's it's less about where the game's played and more about who they've played. And it just so happens that when you go back and look at the what I'll call real quarterbacks, mm-hmm. potential franchise quarterbacks or current franchise quarterbacks, they've tended to face more of them lately at home. And that's where the issues with this defense really come to roost. All four of those games. And you go back to the Green Bay game. They lost 31-30. to That was the two-point conversion gate. Second time after defense the Pittsburgh game. Can't get off the field in the fourth quarter. Rams, 20-19. to And uh, Stafford threw that game-winning touchdown pass with 57 seconds left. Steelers won in overtime. Big Ben's last game at M&T Bank Stadium, 16 to 13 big bang converted how many third downs on that final drive and then of course the dolphins game where the they scored the go-ahead touchdown with 14 seconds left when teams came to baltimore well first off just every single year you could pencil in six seven wins at home yeah that has not been the case and ariel uh she mentioned it when she came on at the top of the hour They've only been home dogs twice under Lamar Jackson, and they won both of those games with the Chiefs and the Patriots. So that just tells you what Vegas, the credit that they give the Ravens when they are at home, but it's just, it hasn't been the ca- I, I would love to know the last four-game losing streak at home for the Ravens. A, a reminder, though, Lamar Jackson didn't play in three of those games. Yes, exactly. You're you right. Know, and if he does, maybe they win at least two of them. Possibly. Games that Tyler Huntley kept sure. them in. sure. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, look, 
it would obviously behoove them to get back to a scenario where um, teams come here and they struggle to execute and the crowd is a factor and their offenses aren't pulling off improbable comebacks in the fourth quarter, but they're helping the defense close games out. And they've got an opportunity to make a major statement if they are going to turn around their sort of defensive culture of miscommunications and missed tackles and balls over everybody's head and yak for you and yak for you and yak for you and two receivers going over a buck fifty. Now would be the perfect time to make it. Uh, I, I just don't know if the horses are in the stable. Right and, now. and that's the key point is we talked all last week, the defense's inability to close out games. And that's been lacking for years now where – you go back to the heyday of Ray and Ed and Suggs and Nada and company. They thrived in those situations. How many game-ending interceptions did Ed Reed have or stops on fourth downs? And it just hasn't been the case, and it hasn't been the case for years now. All of those games, you can look at the defense coming up small in key spots. Well, as, as Lamar Jackson said to Cordell after the game against Miami, these ain't those these ain't those Ravens anymore. We aren't. It's not your father's Baltimore Ravens, not your grandfather's Baltimore Ravens. This is a team that leads with offense, not with defense. Well, and and look, I think all week long we probably have not talked enough about this Bills defense, and in part, I guess, because so many guys are on the injury report, and what are you going to get? And is either safety going to play? But like, the Buffalo Bills are number one in the NFL in yards allowed per game. They're top five in yards allowed per pass, and I think they're second in the league in yards allowed per rush. So this is also going to be a different challenge for this this ever-evolving Giro-Lamar thing as well. This is a very different scheme and a very different degree of athletes than the Patriots had, and that Miami defense is just not what it was a year ago. So I think we will learn a lot about the Baltimore Ravens across the board, including the rookie punter and special teams, <laughs> if it's windy, on Sunday. And rainy. Yeah. Hey, remember Ravens and Bills. That's a 1 o'clock start at MT Bank Stadium. Baltimore game day uncensored. Get you started at 10 a.m. at the Horseshoe Casino. First hour is myself and Bob Haney. Hours 2 and 3, Tim Barbalay's Vinny Serato, Mike Preston. That's right here on 105.7 The Fan. But coming up next, are you concerned about this Ravens team at home? It used to be a, a lock that they'd win most of their home games. Now losers of four in a row. We're taking your calls. 410-583-1057. Also, your predictions for this Sunday's game against the Bills. That's 410-583-1057. Your calls next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your front row seat to all Baltimore sports. Inside access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. 
This segment is for the people. We're live at the Cross Street Market. We're here until 6 o'clock. I thought X Factors was for the people. Well, that's, see, that's we for you. The, we give the people a lot. Yeah. yeah. I was about to we, say, can be multiple segments. There can be multiple for segments for the people. That's yeah, really X Factors. Jason, for Jason doesn't care about the people. So that's, that like, is, literally that is completely, so, uh, it sounds like it's completely erroneous. You don't care about the people. I love you. Because you like when the house wins. I don't like when the house wins. I don't care when the house wins. You don't like producers. And you don't like I love my producers. I love I love people, and I'm give, we're givers here. <laughs> yeah. We you love givers. people the way Sapienza loves dogs. Uh, uh, yeah. It's not fair. That's that That's is true. That is an atrocious charge. So, uh, but we want the people to chime in. Four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. Ravens are no longer a lock to win at home anymore. Is that concerning? In your predictions for Sunday, let's go out to the phone lines and start with Mike in Baltimore. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey there. Hey, how's it going? Um, look. I think we're going to not only win, I think we're going to beat the crap out of them. Wow. And I say that okay. to say that the way our defense has been performing, I think they got something to prove this week, man. I think. Well, they do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they definitely do. But I just, I don't know. Sometimes you get these feelings. I just, I made a bet with my friend. I bet him, I bet him 100 bucks. I said we're going, to, we're going to beat him and beat him bad. Jeez. Just from the way okay. Lamar's playing, man. If we if we don't take our foot off the gas, I don't know any teams that can deal with this if we keep pressing and, and stop giving up, you know, once we score some points, you know? Well, look, Mike, I appreciate the call, no, and I hope there, you're there, right. There's no easy answers for Lamar Jackson right now. And I, no. I suspect the next thing they try to do is throw a whole bunch of exotic diamond nickel packages at him like okay we can't beat him with the blitz we can't beat him mugging a bunch of guys around the line of scrimmage all right well what if we drop not just five or six but seven in coverage and see how he reads that and i think we'll probably see some of that on sunday and if they can't get him that way then you start really running like then i don't know what you like what do you do i was very concerned about this game uh especially a week ago after Tua just diced him up but this is a spot traditionally for Mm -hmm. this franchise where they rise up and make it a game and we gave the home losses last year and remember the Packers game we just thought they were going to get thumped and they were in a two-point conversion away from possibly winning it and even the Rams game which obviously they ended up uh, winning it all last year and it was a one-point loss there it's going to be a game and I think it's going to be a one-score game. I, I'm still leaning Buffalo, but they're going to play them The tight. interesting thing about Buffalo is they don't win one-score games. Yeah. That's true. Their last 22 <laughs> games, true. the 14 wins are by 10 points or yeah. more, and everything else is a one-score loss. Uh, before we get back out to the phone lines at 410-583-1057, Jason, I want to ask you, because I haven't really asked you this. You heard Doug Farrar talk about how the game has slowed down for Lamar Jackson and you know that light, the light bulb, so to speak, sure. and now you're processing fast. Do you buy that part of it when you're watching him, that, that it's, just, yeah. it's slowed down for him? Um, I, when I watch him navigate the pocket, when you, when you watch his dropbacks now and then how quickly his feet start moving in, in, like, in syncopation up the ladder, he's climbing the ladder because he's now already – he knows the matchup. And he's gonna. He's not afraid to throw people open, even though it's not the greatest group of skill position players in the history of the world. It's just not. But I, I've really enjoyed his footwork, climbing the pocket, and kind of fighting to keep a play alive that way, rather than with, rather than defaulting to his legs, and then hitting that second or third option. I think they can get even more out of this the more willing they are to send four and five into routes more often than they are. 
But then I think that also brings us back to the left tackle situation yeah. and what's going on there. And so I, I get it. You know, you, you, you're, you're still kind of you're, you're starting to sprint, but you're not you're not, you know, full acceleration. But it's master class stuff. I mean, what Lamar and then you combine that with what he does with his legs. And, OK, you want to blitz me and play man. Then I'll run for 100 yards and a touchdown on the ground every week, too. I'll kill you in the red zone with my brain, with my feet, with my arm. It's 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 special stuff. Let's go out to the phone lines. Cody's in Cockeysville. Cody, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. What's going hey on, there. guys? Appreciate the show as always. Uh, Thank you're the you. Best guys. Every day I'm around home, I listen to you all, and uh, I just want to say I appreciate it. So, well, we appreciate uh, you. Gotta, Thank you. Uh, I got to say, I'm nervous about the game, but like the previous caller, I don't know why, but as the week goes on, and Stanley's got nothing to do with it. Uh, let me preface that. I just feel like this is a spot where the Ravens are going to rise to the occasion. I'm not going to say they're going to whoop them up because Buffalo is too good of a team and we have some inefficiencies that I think even if we're we're going full steam, I think there'll be some things that will hold us back from a full-blown, you know, skull drag. But I do feel we are going to rise to the occasion, maybe win by three, maybe by one. And the thing that I saw today is that Jordan Phillips, their other D tackle, mm-hmm. he's not going to play. He's not going to play. So, yeah. I know we don't have the best offensive line, but we should be able. I'm not talking about running for 150. We should be able, with the running back, to create some more, you know, uh, manageable downs, uh, third, third short, stuff like that. So, I think it's going to be a great game like that. And I just want to get your opinion on that with Jordan Phillips tonight. No, Cody, appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I'm leaning Ravens in this game. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, I, I, I do think – that Jordan Phillips being out is a big deal. I, I also, though, Ed Oliver looks like he's going to play. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but I also, to me, this reminds me of early last year. I'm putting my faith in that guy playing quarterback who is playing at a higher level than he was a year ago. Well, and to the caller's point, sometimes it's not about X's and O's or either even the like the Jimmys and Joes. Like certain teams in certain situations just find a way to win. Like it's it becomes the proverbial statement <laughs> yes. game. Or, you know, they just play a little bigger than they are in certain moments enough to beat an opponent where, again, if we were just to put both rosters down on a piece of paper and circle the blue-chip guys, you're circling more Buffalo than Baltimore. Um, but, no, there's something to be said for that, and that's that's part of what makes football so difficult to sort of prognosticate at times because that emotional element can't be discounted. And and that's what I just said where it's I brought up those losses last year but even under Lamar I remember his rookie year when they went on the road and they beat the Chargers yeah. who were a very good team. No one predicted them. Remember the undefeated Patriots and yeah. they were talking about that defense being as Shredded good as 2000 and the 85 Bears they whooped up on them. This team rises to the occasion in these type of mo- moments way more often than not. Uh, Jamison Hensley is now reporting that Stanley was given a rest day today. Yeah, I mean. Still questionable, but given a rest day. I mean, look, if they feel like Wednesday and Thursday went as well as they needed to go, and let's not even risk him slipping on wet grass during a glorified walkthrough, what have you. I I think he's playing because I think this would all be too cute by half if he's not. To have him come out and talk the way he did knowing that was probably the last work he was going to do because, yeah. hey, it's gone so well to this point. We're not going to tell anybody about it, but we're just going to put him on ice Friday and Saturday. I have to think he's playing. And to my original point at the start of the week, if you give him all the starters reps, 
and you give the fourth-round developmental right tackle none of them and then have to play the fourth-round developmental right good. tackle against Von Miller for 70-odd snaps, good, you're probably in trouble. That's and, bad. And Jamison's referencing the Ravens' injury report, which is saying just as much. It says ankle-slash-not-injury-related rest. Yeah. So full, full, and did not participate today. So... That is straight from the Ravens' I don't the think they could have report. snuck one more character in there, yeah. yeah. T-Bone, if yeah. they tried. It's like us with the polls on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no more room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're listening to all that stuff about a dude, maybe he's just playing. <laughs> just, why don't you just say he's playing? Yeah. I do want to remind everyone, too, that our own Cordell Woodland was there today, and uh, Justin Houston told him he was good. and He's, he's doubtful. He's, he's doubtful. So He's not good, He's Ken. not good, Tim. He's not good, Ken. Doubtful doesn't sound well, good. he's good. He's a good player. <laughs> yeah, might, oh, yeah. Maybe he was just referring to his mood. I'm good. Yeah, we'll have to text Cordell and find out. Yeah. Hey, coming up next here on the program, it's a Friday. That means it's time for a six-pack. Our bold predictions for Sunday. They're next here on The Fan. Inside Access. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.